Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for August 10th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Destiny's Child. You are not a mistake. I want you to know that you are not a mistake. God made plans for you from the foundations of the world. He knew what you were going to do, right and wrong, and he called you anyway. He sent you to this planet at just the right time. He put his grace on you, his power on you, his, his favor is on your life to become the man, the woman that he called you to be. From um, before you were born. I mean, this is all God. It's not about you. It is about discovering who God sent you to this planet to become. And when you discover, you start walking in it. And when you start walking in your divine assignment, like I tell you, when you know that your calling is calling you, you can get up every morning with a spring in your step, with a song in your heart, with a smile on your face, glory to God, with a praise on your lips. And you don't need anybody to motivate you. You don't need anybody to pump you up to get you going. No, you, you are motivated by God. You're not self-motivated. You're God-motivated because your calling is calling you. You know that you are a man, a woman of destiny. You know that your destiny is before you and your feet your prayers that your feet are bound to the path that God established for you from the foundations of the world and that you are living out what God planned and you're living out what God saw for your life and and you're excited about it and every day you just get up and you're ready for everything God wants to do in your life this is the life God has called us to live it's the life of faith it's the grace life and I know that you want that life I want that life you know why because we are not a mistake So that said, uh, I want to get into the message for this morning. Before I do, let me just share this with you. This is the last message I'm going to share for a week. I'm about to go on vacation. So I'm in the Dominican Republic, but we've been working and we've been doing ministry and all of, all of that. But now starting tomorrow for a week, I'm going on vacation and I'm looking forward to it. So we're going to take a break. We're going to the beach. And I'm, I just I really you know, am looking forward to just spending time with God, alone time. We all need that. You need that. I need that. So pray for me and my family as we disconnect. And take a break. Uh, those of you that get the email message, I'm giving you links to todaysword.org. That website, the blog, my my blog site, has over 8,000 messages. So you could, you know, there's lots of content there while I'm gone. YouTube.com forward slash Rick Pena. Our YouTube channel has over 2,000 videos. All of this stuff is free. Our podcast on iTunes has over 2,000 episodes. Uh, there's lots of content, uh, and and we give you all of this stuff for free. And we want you to receive it. We want you to become the man, the woman that God called you to be. So while I'm disconnected, while I'm on vacation, uh, you know, obviously listen to other people, listen to whatever, get in the word for yourself, meditate with God. But if you want to go into today's word or maybe listen to a series you haven't listened to before, go check out uh, some of those resources. So that said, we've been looking at Ephesians chapter two and uh, we looked at Jeremiah chapter one. And today, as I was like, OK, Lord, what do you want me to do? I, I I, I almost asked God, I was asking God, let me just give you one more message from Ephesians chapter two. And the Lord was like, no, go to Galatians chapter one. So uh, here we go. Galatians chapter one. I'm going to read for you verses 11 through 16. The title of today's message is you are chosen and called. You are chosen and called. Let's talk about it. Galatians chapter one, verses 11 through 16. The Bible says, dear brothers and sisters. I want you to understand, this is Paul speaking. 
I want you to understand that the gospel message that I preach is not based on mere human reasoning. I received my message from no human source. No human taught me. Instead, I received this by direct revelation from Jesus Christ. You know what I was like when I followed the Jewish religion, how violently I persecuted God's church. Actually, I did my best to destroy the church. I was far ahead of my fellow Jews in my zeal for the traditions of my ancestors. But even before I was born, I didn't know it, but even before I was born, God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. Then it pleased him to reveal his son Jesus to me so that, I, so that I could proclaim the good news about Jesus to the Gentiles. Now, when this happened, I did not rush out to consult with any human being. So what does this mean for you today? There's a lot I could pull from this. You know me, I could teach a whole series from that, but I'm gonna give you four things for today. And as I give you these four things, I want you to open up your heart to receive. Rid your heart and your mind of all distractions. Four things, number one, here we go. You ready? Number one, sincerity does not equal accuracy always, right? So some people say, well, well, I was doing this and I was sincere. I was genuine about it. Well, you can be sincere and sincerely wrong. You could be genuine about something. That doesn't mean that you're right. You know? So the apostle Paul grew up as Saul of Tarsus. He was being groomed to be part of the Jewish religious elite. He was being groomed from a young age. He studied under Israel's greatest teacher of the law. His name was Gamaliel. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. And, and, and he had a lot of zeal. Matter of fact, when Stephen was killed, the first Christian martyr, when Stephen was killed, Paul was too young to throw stones himself. That He was stoned to death. So Paul held the coats of the men that were there so that they could stone him to death. And then later on, he led the, the persecution movement against Christians. He did this with zeal. He did this with passion. He did this with all of his might. He had Christians imprisoned and stoned and buried, uh, burned alive and, and eaten by wild animals in Colosseums, all of this stuff. I mean, a picture a Colosseum full of people and they would just throw Christians out there and then open up the gates and lions would come out and eat Christians alive and people was, was clapping. I mean, crazy stuff. And Paul was leading all of this. Paul was the leader of the persecution movement. He was a terrorist against the cause of Christ. And through all of that, he later said, well, you know what? God called me from my mother's womb. God called me. God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. Like Paul, many of us did crazy things. We, we, we thought we were right and we were doing things. We were passionate about what we were doing at the time. Okay, let me just say it like this. For those of us that are a little bit older, think about you in your 20s. You did stuff in your 20s or maybe even in your teens and you were really passionate about it and you were convinced about it and you thought you were completely right. And now looking back, you know, you were completely wrong, right? I mean, and so, so now, yeah, we, we can, it all happens to all of us. But at the end of the day, thank God for grace. Thank God for his grace and his mercy. Number two, you cannot disqualify yourself from an assignment that you never qualified for in the first place. And so this is, this is a great thing to understand about the grace of God. You, God didn't call you because of you. God called you by grace. So you can't qualify or disqualify because God called you by grace. And if God called you by grace, then you can't disqualify yourself from something you never qualified for. So if you look at many of the contributors to scripture, like the people that God used to write the Bible, uh, a lot of them, most of them were flawed, right? At the end of the day, God makes holy garments out of flawed material. As a matter of fact, three of the major contributors to scripture, three of the people that God used the most to write 
the Bible, Moses, David, and Paul. Those three, they were murderers. Moses, David, and Paul were murderers and God used them anyway. Why? Because God uses people by grace. God calls us from our mother's womb. So Paul was groomed. Like once again, he was, while Paul was going up the, the ladder of the Jewish religious elite, while he was going up, while he was persecuting the church, his, the plan, God's plan for his life was already set. Nothing Paul did could change. While Paul was living as Saul of Tarsus, nothing he did could change the fact that God called him to be the apostle Paul. Nothing could change God's plans. Before Paul had one Christian killed, before he held the coats of the men that were there, God had already called him. God had called him from the foundations of the world. God had called him from his mother's womb. See, God's plan for your life is fixed and established. Nothing you can do is going to cause God to change his mind. Now, you can't do anything for God to say, oh, man, that dude is really bad. Oh, man, oh, whew, that girl is, oh, no, no, I don't know if I could use her. Listen, God already knew all the stuff you were going to do before you did it. And he called you anyway. And so you got to learn how to rest in God's best, how to rest in God's grace. Unless you embrace the grace of God, you will never become the man, the woman that God called you to be. Because it, God's goodness towards you is going to exceed your performance. If you, if you get stuck with performance-based religion, if you get stuck with, oh, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this. If I don't do this right, God may not bless me. You will never become the man, the woman that God called you to be because God's goodness and his call on your life is greater than your performance. Until you get to the point where you say, forget it, I'm going to die to me and die to my limits and die to my. Listen, there's nothing. I, I, I don't know why God wants to do this through me, but if you want to do it, I'm down for whatever. And you open up your heart to God. It, it is then and only then that God can use you for your glory, because now the focus is not on you. The focus is on him and his unearned grace. Look at me. I may be talking to someone right now who thinks that you've done too many things wrong. I may be talking to someone right now who the devil told you you've disqualified yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, you thought you were good. You thought, no, 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 but now you did this, you did that. You had a baby out of wedlock. You got a divorce. Uh, you had a bankruptcy or you, you whatever. You know, you committed adultery and now the devil is saying, you have disqualified yourself. You see, God was going to bless you, but now you did this, it's over. Listen, it's not over. If there's air still flowing through your lungs and blood still flowing through your veins, then God is not through with you. God called you from the foundations of the world and God wants to use you by his amazing grace. Say amen to that. Glory to God. Number three, God does not just save you. He calls you. Now, now there's some people that, yeah, I thank God for, for going to heaven. I thank God for forgiving me of my sin. But God doesn't just save me. He called me. God doesn't just save you. He called you. Second Timothy 1 and 9, the Bible says, for God saved us and called us. God saved you. If all God wanted to do was save you so that you could go to heaven, well, then doggone it, you would be dead. Think about it. If, God, if all God wanted to do was save you from your sins and you're born again, you accepted Jesus as Lord and you're born again, you repented of your sin, you're born again. And all God wanted to do was save you then you would be dead. You would be gone. No, God saved you. And then he calls you. Watch this. God saves us and calls us with a holy calling. He calls you with a holy calling so that your life could be about something that's bigger than you. And, and then the Bible says, for it's not according to your own works. It's according to his own purpose and grace, which was granted us in Christ Jesus before the world began. I want you to get that. Second Timothy one and nine, get this down on your heart. I'm going to read it again. I'm going to read it slowly. Get this down. For God saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but 
according to his purpose and his grace, which was granted to us in Christ Jesus. When? Before the world began. You are not a mistake. You did not earn your calling. God, you didn't earn it with your performance. God didn't call you because you're good. God called you because God is good. You got to get this down in your heart. The grace of God is God wants to bless me because God wants to bless me because God is good. Not because I'm good, but because God is good. Not only did God save Paul when he was doing, when he was a terrorist, but then God called him to be an evangelist. Think about that. God called a terrorist to be an evangelist. Why? Because of the grace of God. And then Paul said, matter of fact, Galatians 1 and 15, I already read it to you. Paul said, God, even before I was born, God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. So God, yes, forgave you of your sins when you got born again. God, God has wiped your slate clean, but that's not all he did. He has called you for your divine purpose, Ephesians 2 and 10, so that you could spend the rest of your life doing the good works that he before ordained for you to do. Number four, and finally, last thing I'll tell you for today as I release you, as I go on vacation. Last point, God calls you to do things that will not make sense to the people that are around you. If they're looking at you from a human point of view, you can't talk to people from a human point of view because what God calls you to do doesn't make any sense. So, so watch this. The last thing I'll say, Galatians 1 and 16, the Bible says, when this happened, Paul said all of this stuff happened. And when this happened, I did not rush out to consult with any human being. I didn't go talk to human beings. Why? Because there's no human being that was, uh, unless they're born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, unless they're being led of the Holy Spirit, nobody with any common sense was going to say that a terrorist was called to be an evangelist. Right? I mean, that, that just doesn't make human sense. And so from a human perspective, there's no way you can't go consult with people because God is going to call you to do something that exceeds you. God is going to, matter of fact, if you start telling God, if you start telling other people what God is telling you and you start sharing your dreams with the wrong people, they're going to think you're crazy. Matter of fact, they're going to think you're, you're, you're like almost like puffed up in yourself. Who does he think he is? Who does she, why would, why would he think he could do that? Why, do, why would she think she could do that? Well, because God put it in my heart. Now, I, I know I'm not good enough. I know, I know I would never qualify, but God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. I mean, God doesn't call me because I'm good. God doesn't call me based on my performance. I don't know why. Why would God want to do stuff through me? God, listen, I, I, I'm nothing, but in him, I'm everything. And so, 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 so without him, I can do nothing. In him, I can do all things. And so God calls me. God called my wife. God tells us to do something like, why would, okay, I don't know why, because God is good. That's why, because he's good, because he's a good God and he loves you and he wants to use you for his glory. It is the grace of God. It's not about you, it's about him. It, he just, God called the terrorist to be an evangelist. I'm going to think about that for a minute. And he said, I couldn't go consult with flesh and blood. Matter of fact, he was like, I tried to preach right away and they tried to kill me. And then I went to another spot. I tried to preach again and they tried to kill me. They was like, how is this dude preaching the gospel? You must be crazy. God will call you to do stuff that doesn't make any sense. So you can't share it with everybody. You, can, you will only be able to share it with people that are filled with the Holy Ghost. You will only be able to share it with people that are sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Because if you share what God is sharing with you, with people that are not sensitive to the Holy Spirit, they would think you're crazy. They'll be like, that don't make no sense. You know why? Because it don't make no sense. God, God is not calling you to do things that make sense. God calls you beyond you. God calls you to do things that, that are far greater than anything you can ask or think or even imagine. Ephesians 3 and 20, it is God. 
God doesn't want to bless you because you're good. Look at me. God wants to bless you because God wants to bless you because God is good. You are chosen and you were called from the foundations of the world. This all happened before the world began. So let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I'm about to release you. Glory to God. I'm about to go on vacation. Say this. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up by embracing the fact that I am chosen and called. You chose me in Christ Jesus before the world began. You also called me for a specific assignment. You did this before I was born. You chose me and called me by grace. Not because I'm good, but because you are good. So I embrace your grace. I accept the call. I may not be able to consult with flesh and blood, but I will consult with the Holy Spirit. I will become the man you call me to be. And I boldly declare, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, go to todaysword.org. Click on the top right corner. There's a big red subscribe button. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. I told you this was going to be a good message. This is a message you might need to listen to again. Get this down in your heart. God chose you and God called you because God is good, not because you're good. Do me a favor, leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing to you and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I will see you next week. Have an amazing day and I'm looking forward to a break. Please pray for us. God bless you.